You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everyone. Tim McMaster here, along with our MLB.com Yankees reporter, Brian Hoke. And, Brian, I, I feel like the Yankees are in a decent place right now unless unless they're playing the Colorado Rockies. I don't know what it is, uh, but they've certainly struggled. They struggled in Colorado, then they come back home, and they're struggling again. An 8-4 to four loss on Tuesday. Um, Ivan Nova struggling again. Four innings. He allows five earned runs on eight hits. But it seems like, for right now, his position in that rotation is – Fairly safe just because right now there's nobody to replace him. But eventually you would think uh, Luis Severino would be uh, knocking on the door to come back to the major leagues. I I think he's actually knocking on the door right now. Uh, Obviously, they're seeing things with his pitch selection uh, down to AAA that they're not happy with at the moment. But the results have been fine. His last start out, he allowed one run over eight innings. It's hard to ask a whole lot more of that. But... Uh, you know, what Joe Girardi's been saying is you get away with mistakes against AAA hitters that you would not get away with at the major league level. Uh, but my response to that would be, look, Ivan Nova's not getting away with them either. So uh, six starts in a row, his ERA is almost seven, uh, Nova is. And so if it is secure, his spot in the rotation, it, it can't be for long if he keeps pitching that way. Yeah, certainly struggles, and they need a lift from that starting rotation. Um, slowly, though, the team... Starting to get a little bit healthier. Alex Rodriguez back in the lineup. He had a home run on Saturday, number 695. So just five away from 700. Uh, obviously, it hasn't been the type of season that, that Alex would have wanted or that fans would have liked to see. But I feel like five home runs is not too much to ask the rest of the way for him to reach that milestone this season. No, I mean, look, if he's going to be healthy, he better get five home yeah. runs the rest of the way because uh, – they, they need some production in the middle of that lineup. And uh, so they're, they're hopeful that having Mark Deshera back and if you can get Alex on track, Carlos Beltran has always obviously been hitting. Uh, they, they still think it's in there. And Brian Cashman was saying yesterday that they think the Yankees are a better team on paper than they were last year. And last year's team obviously went to the wild card game and won 87 games. They just haven't shown that on the field yet. So it, it's getting late. Uh, there's still two games under 500 here in late June. Uh, if you're going to make a run, you'd better do it soon. But the Yankees do believe there's more in the tank. And uh, for them to get where they need to be, Alex needs to be a productive hitter and, and be part of that lineup the way he was last year. Yeah, and this was supposed to be a little stretch in the season where they could uh, take advantage of the schedule. They did take three or four from the Twins, and they'll get the Twins again, so still that opportunity. But you'd like to see them beat the Rockies at home. Maybe they get that, that done this afternoon in that series. But I've been surprised, Brian, by how much talk there's been about are the Yankees going to be buyers or sellers? Because in, in my experience, they're always buyers. They're never really sellers, even if they're struggling. It's not like they're going to suddenly jettison a bunch of players. Obviously, they have have valuable pieces in that bullpen that they could move and and bring back some talent. But Brian Cashman's talked about it in the last week. Ownership has talked about it in the last week. I'm just shocked that we're hearing this much discussion about that topic in mid-June with the Yankees. Yeah, it's a little surprising. I I think part of it is the fact of the expiring contracts that they have here, uh, particularly with Aroldis Chapman. You've already seen Girardi use him three days in a row, which he really doesn't want to do. And to me, that suggests that Girardi knows this guy might not be around for much longer. He's kind of a hired gun. Maybe they're, maybe he knows something that we don't. They're not intending to re-sign him. Uh, Beltron, obviously, his contract is up after that. And ne- after this year, Aaron, next year, you were thinking that Aaron Judge will be ready to take over in right field. So he's a guy who could bring you back a couple prospects, maybe uh, if you deal him to a contending team. But 
The Yankees aren't ready to raise the white flag yet, and I think that a major reason of that is because Hal Steinbrenner doesn't want to. Um, he, he's still sticking to the idea that they need to keep a championship-caliber team on the field, and uh, they, they, they need to have those names out there, people to fill the seats that people want to come see. And uh, if you start gutting this team in, in the late June, who's going to come out and see this team on July 25th when uh, you know they kind of just conceded the race here? So I, I think that the Yankees are going to stay in the race as long as they possibly can. And look, if they fall double digits behind and, and they're getting to the deadline and it's just clear that there's no hope, then maybe you change course. But I think at this point you have to figure that you go with the team that you had because clearly they thought this team, when you looked at it in April, was going to be good enough to compete and they could get leads to the bullpen and lock it down. The bullpen's been pretty good. Uh, they just need to score more runs. The starting pitching, other than CC Tanaka, has been questionable. Um, there's still pieces here that suggest you could make a run, but as I've said, it, it's getting late. And just one thing about the Yankees being sellers, we were trying to figure out the last time that the Yankees actually did raise the white flag and move a, a major piece in the middle of the season, you might have to go all the way back to Ricky Henderson. That was 1989, so it's been a long time. Cashman says that they have made moves with the future in mind, but it doesn't happen very often here. Yeah, it certainly doesn't, although the the thought of having to keep a championship team on the field, I feel like that's a bit of a stretch at this point to look at this team that's currently on the field and think championship. It's one thing to think wild card, but championship may be a stretch. You mentioned Beltran, though, and, I mean, of all the guys that are obviously up there in age uh, on this team that, that the Yankees really needed to, to come through this season throughout for this team to contend, Beltran has really held up his end of the bargain, man. Number 18 as far as home runs go on Saturday. Despite the knee problem, cortisone shot, had the knee drained. He's just kind of the wounded warrior going out there right now. But uh, he's getting it done. And, and how is the knee? Is this something that he's just going to have to deal with the rest of the way? Or can this heal up? I think it's something he's got to deal with the rest of the way. Uh, it's something he'll have to manage. But, uh, you know, it's funny. He was saying during the series of Tropicana Field, he was kind of bragging a little bit. And he says, I haven't had to ice my knees for years. They haven't given me any, any problems. They, they did earlier in his career. I remember when he was across town with the Mets and he had some knee issues there. But uh, he was saying that, no, oh, no, all good. And then what do you know, a week later, uh, <laughs> he's getting it drained and uh, it's all swollen up. And so... Look, this is what's going to happen when you have a veteran team. Um, there's a lot of aches and pains. We've certainly seen it the last few years, continued this year. Um, it's something that he'll have to power through. And, and look, Carlos Beltran wants to win a World Series. It's the, it's the one thing in his career that he's never done. And he wanted to do it with the Yankees. I think ideally he would do it with the Yankees. But he's a guy, I think, that even though he has a no-trade clause, if it's clear this team's not going to get there, and as you said, Tim, uh, it's hard to look at this team and say they're going to be a World Series winning team. Uh, I think he'd like to go somewhere at this stage in his career. He's only got so many chances left, and uh, if he can go somewhere and win a World Series this year, I think the Yankees would probably move him and, and see what they can get back for the future. Mark Teixeira uh, started his, I guess it's going to be a pretty brief rehab stint uh, in AAA on Tuesday night. He goes 0 for 3 with the sacrifice fly, obviously trying to just get those at-bats in, but uh, I guess the slate is uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then he's going to get an off day Friday and then be back with the Yankees on Saturday? That is the plan. And, and if you put the sheriff back on this active roster on Saturday, it makes me wonder what, what you do with Ike Davis. And you've already seen Joe Girardi has started Rob Refsnyder twice against a right-handed pitcher. Uh, that tells me that <laughs> Davis's leash is pretty short here. So uh, they, they gave him a $1.5 million and that's a prorated contract. And, 
I, that seems like a staggering amount of money to pay a guy for a week and a half of service, but that's that's what might wind up happening here because if they have a chance, if they have a choice between Rob Refsnyder and Ike Davis and Rob Refsnyder and Mark Teixeira, I think uh, that's a pretty clear decision what they're going to do. So you see what happens with Teixeira. He's going to DH. He's going to play first base once more, take an off day on Friday, as you mentioned, and then the plan is to have him in, at first base on Saturday. They could certainly use that bat back in the lineup. Uh, one other guy making his way back from injury is Chase Chase and Shreve, uh, healthy again, but option to Triple uh, A. Obviously, he's a guy who's helped this team in the past. He was very good a year ago. Uh, what does he need to work on down there to get back up to the major league level and to be successful again? Yeah, he was very good last year. He's very good in spring training. I don't even think he allowed a hit. He pitched the equivalent of a uh, spring training no hitter. He retired twenty seven straight. Um, it hasn't been that way during the regular season. Joe Girardi and the, and the Yankees were thinking of him, and he was going to be a major contributor to the bullpen. He got bit by the home run ball. Uh, he's he's got to work on keeping pitches down. Consistency is what they always talk about. And uh, Even though he's getting away with pitches at AAA, stop me if you've heard this before on Luis Severino, <laughs> but he's getting away with some mistakes at AAA, and uh, he'll be back at some point. I, I think that uh, the Yankees look at Shreve as a guy who will be able to help them. But he's coming back from that AC joint injury. Uh, they're going to give him a few more innings down there. But I think he's on the short list of guys that they could call up if and when they need bullpen help. Great stuff, Brian. This has been MLB.com Extras, our Yankees edition. For Brian Hoke, I'm Tim McMaster. Tune in again next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.